From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into another episode of the Pucks Out Podcast. I'm Bobby Butler. He's Brandon Bond. hey You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open a cold beer and let's get after it. We got, uh, let's see, this is from Kansas City, Missouri Boulevard Company. Uh, what is that? Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Uh, they know how to make a beer in Kansas. I'm not going to lie. It smells good. You're not going to like it, I don't think. I, oh. Don't like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. I mean, yeah. And listen, everyone knows by now, like, just because I say, Ugh, I mean, it's a good, I can see that it's no, a good you, beer, just not my type if of you beer. Like, if you like IPAs, you might like it. Uh, yeah, it's no, okay. I've, I've had worse. I've definitely had worse it's IPAs. Okay. It's not a horrible IPA. Those folks out in Kansas certainly know how to make a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver to get all the apparel you need. Check us out on Patreon and uh, YouTube. And don't forget, we mentioned it last week, we got that Twitter giveaway. Head over to our Twitter. It's our pinned tweet. Uh, like, retweet, and tell us who you think will win the Stanley Cup. And you'll be entered into win a $50 gift card to the NHL shop. And if you get us right, you'll have an extra entry. So that'll be happening after the Stanley Cup is awarded. How have you been this week, bud? Good, man. Uh, just... Uh just working, just hanging out, you know, as usual. Um, didn't do a lot this weekend. Uh, had, you know, had a, had a few drinks, but uh, did a little bit of work. Got some stuff done around the house. We got a special guest in studio today. Yeah. Uh, Harper, the, my, my dog, is is sitting in. Yeah, she's, she's probably a good not, girl. She's probably not going to talk at all. Yeah. She's not, you know, she's not very talkative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not like my dog, who will be very, would be very talkative. Which is literally, your dog is literally the reason that we record at my house. So I'm very appreciative of yeah. how, how loud they are. So <laughs> how about you, man? How you been doing? Good, man. The wife and I just got back from a little of her birthday trip. Uh, happy early birthday. I guess happy late birthday since her birthday is on the 19th. So tomorrow from recording and. A couple uh, days ago from release. Happy early slash late birthday, man. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we had a dope little cabin in uh, Sevierville. Didn't, you know, didn't go out much, but I will say uh, we went out a little bit just to, I uh, had a bad headache, had to go get some ibuprofen from the uh, Walgreens. Whew, it is quite a sight in Gatlinburg and Sevierville, dude. No, not a lot of masks in sight. Yeah, no masks. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised and, about uh, that just, just because like it's mostly corporate stuff that you know, yeah. would require it, right? So, yeah, no know. one's requiring it there. There was this, uh, it's called like Anakista or something like that. Like you mm-hmm. get on a thing, you on top of a mountain. Yeah, so, I wrote on that thing and I hated it, yeah. dude. I'm not a fan Meg of Megan and I went on it. I was a little sketchy because she kept messing with the bar. Be like, oh, I'm going to raise it up. And No, I know, dude. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. And like we waited in like an hour, hour and a half line on the way back down because I refused to ride on that thing. Uh, I was like, I'm getting a box, dude. I don't care for it. Yeah, I was scared. I was like, you've got to stop playing because like this is really out. but anyway like this view this view is nice but it is not worth the yeah. uh the anxiety yeah. of the ride up dude definitely and, not worth know, it like, if you're adding covid to it well and like i'm just like you know just sitting there and like just don't don't touch don't touch me or talk to me okay and i'll be fine yeah 
I did not like so, it. So fun at all. story. That was when we, when when Megan and I went. Well, I think last year that was her second time. She went up there with some girls on a bachelorette party. She found out the second time that that thing was even supposed to come down. They just rode on it, just with no bar. The first time they went, they just got in and went up. No, didn't pull the bar down. She's like, "Oh yeah, we didn't know what that was for." I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm already nervous. Okay, yeah. like, oh dude, I was I like, just "What do you?" And like, they, it was a bachelorette party, so there'd been a little bit of drinking involved. It was not beautiful enough to <laughs> yeah. uh, to deal with that. Yeah, you know. But yeah, so there was about 300 people in line, shoulder to shoulder. That's how most of Gatlinburg was, dude. And yeah. Like it wasn't like, and it's a couple of the restaurants. Like we passed by, you could see that. Like we got to go food at one place, and I went in with my mask. And they had tables, and of course, there's people bitching about it. Like, oh, this is America. Yeah, we 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 can sit in our in our in our shonies as you much know, as we want. I have never, I haven't seen the same folks that are so upset about masks be upset about the requirement to wear shoes and a shirt you know like i it, it seemed that that's the same thing like you have agreed that we all have that wearing shoes and a shirt inside of an establishment isn't is yeah. a necessary i mean florida hasn't but i, I mean know, it's man. florida I, I i worked security at at, uh, at uh gyms before and a lot of people weren't really happy with the shirt requirement the shirt requirement i mean you know they're not happy with it because they were drunk college kids. Yeah. Though. That's more of not a not not that we're upset about my rights being infringed, but because I've had 13 beers and five <laughs> shots before I came and my shirt ripped off in the car. Yeah. Luckily there, <laughs> if you just do a worm shot, you get a shirt. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the best way right there. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, so but other than that, dude, it was real fun. Awesome Airbnb. Uh, we got back. Uh, it was, you know, it was great to get out. And so we are, uh, we're having dinner and I think, uh, we're doing another trip where, uh, next, next month for my mom's birthday, we're getting this dope ass Airbnb, uh, Scottish castle in Knoxville. Nice. And we're going next month as well to Sevierville. Yeah. On a, a cabin party. on a, on a batch party. So yeah. probably not a lot of going out. Yeah. No, I mean, at least I'm not. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that's why we're getting a keg, you know, and yeah. why we're not going to St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, you know, we can. And we're going to Sevierville, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like Sevierville is probably not as hyped up. I, I'm not going to lie to you, Bobby. I do want to go to the local goat tavern. If local we go goat? anywhere, dude, yeah. local goat. I mean, we've already established that that's our spot. Yeah. I mean, if they got half off wine. Saturdays is when the half off wine and uh, the champagne is. So we are absolutely going to gonna pull the trigger. I might, might got to get a hazmat suit for that and just suck it up well i mean we were they they kept they kept us right in the middle yeah. away from everyone so we might want to look into getting like a, a, a res maybe yeah. you know what i'm saying because like that was a fun little saturday morning yeah. they didn't have tvs and if we have a buddy asking about belly buttons people may not even come close to us that's true that's <laughs> a little true. inside joke for uh <laughs> and for uh, out there. and we are also gonna be i'm i will be emceeing a a fantasy and i'll be recording uh i'll be a i'm I'm seeing a fantasy uh betrothal of a trophy so i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that i uh i roast everybody pretty hard it's not my league so you know but let's uh let's let's get into some news right man everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards Got the adapter this week, so we're having to use a different uh, 
input device. Hopefully, it, it sounds good on your guys' end. Hopefully but, so. Uh, so let's start off with uh, Tuka Rask uh, leaving the bubble for some family issues. Uh, we don't really have a straight answer as to what the reason was, but frankly, I don't think we need one. I mean, yeah, we don't. I mean, we don't need one. I mean, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, Boston sports fans are going to take this in stride. They're not going to overreact at all. Yeah. And what do you know? They overreacted just a little bit. If it, you know, my thing is, my thing is, if it if if it was a legit. You know, we've heard birth of this birth of a child. You yeah, know. seems like if it was that, we would have known about it beforehand. So like him saying, "I think I'm gonna be what going. it seems like." And this is the most up to date story that I have as of yesterday. Um, and even then, you know, this is hearsay from reporters. Uh, the his daughter was born about four months ago, so four month old, still very young. He's got two other very young children. And apparently, like, just the being away, I mean, I'm not going to speak for him, but has been putting strain on on the wife and his relationship. And listen, dude, if there's even a slight possibility that, like, divorce or anything like that or even a separation was in the question, he's leaving. I, I would leave the bubble. I mean, it, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it also, you know, I mean, I, I'm not I don't, I don't want to speak to we and we've been very clear that, look, these this is their choices. Yeah, for sure. So I don't want to. And we're in unprecedented territory. As, this is not a absolutely this is very weird circumstances for the players. Yeah, um, I would imagine that. His wife is very, very much enjoys. The money that comes from yeah. his sport, you know, I mean, he. You know, hopefully nothing as bad is happening. I tell you what I think it is. I think he was going to get pulled anyway. Yeah, and, and I think that's. I, I think that all. I think it's more than just one. I think it's all kind of factors in. Yeah, oh, you know, absolutely. I think he looked at it as in like, listen, he he obviously his statements about it didn't feel like the playoffs. I mean, if he just wasn't feeling it, what like Lars? I mean, he they were going to pull him whether for <clears> his how he was performing or the fact that even he may have gone to the coach, but like, listen, I'm not. My heart's not in this year because yeah. he had an issue last year. Where yeah. he kind of had a slight little breakdown. I mean, I'm not not technical terms, yeah. just from what we saw, and he didn't enjoy playing. So yeah, yeah. and I know. mean, if if that is the reason though, and you had made a comment, well, like who wants to who wants to sit on the bench? You know, if you're not going to play anyway, when I go home with your, I completely disagree with that. Well, I was because saying, your yeah. team. I know what you were saying. Yeah. I, I don't think you were defending. You were just throwing that out yeah. there type of deal, but. I, I, I mean, sports are a team game. Yeah. And what if Halak would have said, well, I'm not going to be starting. I'm not going to go. And, yeah. You know, and that's, that's I'm not talking for all thing. like bench warmers. I was talking more for like in his particular situation. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, this is not a perfect situation for anybody. No. Um, I, but I do believe that, you know what? He's earned the right. Tukarask has earned the right to make this decision for himself and what and with the consequences that come with that. True. I believe that he has earned the right to make yeah. those decisions. And I think it's funny people saying you always using the example. Oh, well, you know, if he was in the military, like and people forget he was in the military. Yeah. Tukarask was in the Finnish Air Force. He, I think he knows a little bit well, about commitment. And so, uh, <laughs> so he was in the Finnish military. I feel like we need to uh, preface the in the military. Aren't, aren't they like required to be in the military? I don't know, dude, but yeah. the, the picture of him in the military, like I think it was like an Air Force, but he was like in a tank or something. Look, he's a he, he was a badass picture. Uh, the teammate his teammates probably have a better idea of what's yeah. really going on if what we are speculating is true i personally wouldn't want him as a teammate you know what i'm saying yeah. at, at past this point like 
you're gonna you're gonna not gonna sit you're not gonna come and sit on the bench and watch us play hockey because you were gonna get benched if if that's the case yeah but that's we also, frustrating it, as a team yeah, it, it is but i think also we can't really speak to the position of his mental health like we saw not Rob, speaking Robin to Leonard. it at all you I'm know, not, we, you I, know. that's I, i'm speculating that's why i said i'm speculating and if everything is completely the opposite of what i'm saying then I I recant everything. But I'm yeah. saying, if that's the case, that's a little... I mean, it's not like Tuka Rask has been known... Has not been known to be what has been arguably considered a little sensitive when it comes to yeah. hockey situations. I think it also doesn't help that that city, no matter how well he performs, has never really loved him. That city no. has never embraced him. If he was in a city that, you know... Like, if he was in a city that embraced him, like Nashville embraces Pekka... I think he would have a more connection. Obviously, he has a connection to the team and the teammates and winning, but not having a connection to the city and the fans, I think, makes it easier for him to say, you know, I'm putting my mental health first or I'm putting my family first. Yeah, but it's like playing in a place like Boston or playing in a place like New York. That is to be expected. That is not... That is not, I mean, you're not going yeah. to Nashville. You're not yeah. going to. Well, I've seen that city know. bend over backwards to make any excuses for Brad Marchand. So they can yeah. be loyal when they need to be. Because <laughs> he produces on the ice, though. I mean, they, they, they're they personally making excuses I mean, excuses because of Vesna finalist, he produces. Yeah, but he has, he's been known to produce and then he's also been known to choke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's what Boston doesn't take too kindly to and i'm not saying it's right at all like i'm not i'm not defending the way that they yeah. treat their We're looking players, at through the eyes like, of the craziness of a boston fan but yeah looking at looking at looking at it through those lenses like did you not expect this did you not yeah. you know did you not see this coming as a possibility i mean is he on his is did he re-sign with boston i'm not sure i don't know what his contract situation is yeah while you look that up uh let's move on to the next point uh Claude Julian, head coach of the uh, Habs, uh, he will not be, at least for the remainder of the series, I believe for the remainder of the playoffs. Uh, he went to the hospital last week with chest pains. I'm not sure what the update on that is. I don't know if you know anything. He did re-sign with them. He did? Yeah. Uh, he, he His original signing date was May 5th in 2011, and then he re-signed in July of 2013. So maybe he won't re-sign again. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like he didn't choose to be there. You know, it's not he wasn't a rookie drafted there. Yeah. So, and again, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to make it. Well, I mean, sound things like, change in year. I mean, it's been when, when did he resi- when did he sign his most recent contract? 2013. So it's a long. That's a long contract. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah I mean, I could. A, yeah. I mean, think. I mean, that team has changed a lot in the, in that in that time span. But I mean, like, listen, we'll see. Uh, I maybe more information will come out. Maybe it won't. Hey, look, I'm just not paid for my speculation, okay, Bobby? So, <laughs> but yeah, when we find out more, we'll uh, get it to you. But yeah, so Claude Julian, uh, some good news though. Uh, he's getting out. He's getting out and uh, for a few walks. It looks like he's in healthy shape right now, all things considered. So it'll be nice to see him back uh, be, uh, behind the bench. Uh, so we got some trade rumors. Uh, Trade rumors. We're in the middle of the playoffs right now. We're going to sit in here and talk about trade rumors. Yeah. Now, I do want to say that I believe this was from like TradeRumors.com, which is known to be absolute <laughs> bullshit. Oh, so you got a really good source on it. Well, Davey, <laughs> hey, this source came from Davey, uh, but it uh, and it has been all over Preds Facebook, which means it's true. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so well, or arguably, if you know anything about Preds Facebook, 
it's the complete 100% opposite of true and will never be correct. Yeah. You know, so we don't have to worry about it. This is silly yeah. to me. So the trade rumor is uh, Preds give Ryan Johansson, Ryan Johansson some prospects and a pick for Ryan Getzlaff. <laughs> what the absolute shit is that? We want to get younger. We're going for a rebuild. Yeah. So course, let's get the oldest yeah. guy in the league. And of course, Preds Facebook is like, oh, he's exactly what we need. We need some veteran leadership. But dude, all we have right now is like... We, <laughs> All we have are veterans. We need to go younger. See, like, like listen, it, if we don't have veteran leadership with guys like Victor Arvidsson, Ryan Ellis, yeah, Roman Yossi, Pecorino, I wouldn't say any of those guys. I would I mean, consider Roman Yossi a veteran leader in that yeah, locker he's, room. He's still young, bro. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a veteran leader by by means of him being there a while and being the best player. But I mean, I mean, Craig Smith is a solid veteran leader, I think too. Yeah, but like, I know, I mean, I'm not downplaying. You know, Craig Smith either. You need a guy that is more of and I'm and I don't want to get Pred's Facebook all riled up on, you know, rallying to my side, but a guy like Mike Fisher, who is a who is I'm not saying Mike Fisher, let's not bring him back again. <laughs> but I mean a guy that's a little older that yes, Pekka's older, but like you can't really provide on ice leadership from a goalie. No, yeah, position. and I I get that. <laughs> But, but there's I, other guys than Ryan gets left. Oh, sure. I'm not. Yeah, again, I'm, I think that the trade the trade rumor is stupid, it is ridiculously stupid. Like if you're telling me like, oh, we're going to trade Kelly Yarncroke or Colton Sissons yeah. and a prospect and a pick for Ryan gets left. Like I'm like, OK, you know, that could provide some depth. But like but Ryan Johansson, like, yeah, he has had issues. Sure. But he is still a top performer on this team, dude. Yeah, well, that and that and. Everybody that wants to downplay Ryan Johansson does two things. They compare him to the trade for Seth Jones, and that's just not fair. Yeah. That's not two a different fair. Play styles. That's well, it's two different positions yeah. completely. And it's you know we were so you got an offensive defense man we so, and a play creator. Well, and we were so stocked up on defense that we needed a center. You know, yeah. or we were never going to go anywhere in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it, when Ryan Johansson got to the team, we did go. We haven't not gone to the playoffs with him. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but also, they want to point out stats, and I'll be the first to tell you that man does not pull the trigger on a shot. I don't care if you're a pass first guy. He doesn't pull the trigger yeah. when he should shoot sometimes. And, I we, will see, say and that. we see that like up close and personal. My, my season tickets are right, you know, we're on the shoot twice zone. We see yeah. it. And, he, and it's not just him. The whole team seems to have sometimes an issue. Unless you're, unless your name is Victor Arvidsson, well, you just don't you, like shooting. You remember my rule. You remember, I yeah. think that they're, I think that they're playing under the Hoosiers coach, Gene Hackman. And, Gotta get six. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's an empty net. Like we gotta have six passes. Uh, it you know, but Brian Johansson does provide yeah. a whole lot more on the forechecking defensive side of things that are never going to be in stats. Yeah. And like again, I'm not saying and he that can go he stick couldn't. to stick with the like the best one, dude. He can put a saucer pass where he wants to. He's good in the faceoff circle. One of their biggest problem through the playoffs for for me was positioning they are never it's never seemingly in the right spot yeah. when you watch a team like like carolina or boston or even i mean even going back to who carolina played in new york the positioning of their their guys they're always in the right spot we are always trying to play make instead of just making plays does that make sense we're yeah. always trying to 
go across the middle Trying of the ice. Trying to get the perfect and, play to shoot it rather than sometimes it's just take a on shot. Net. Just take a shot. Things happen, get dude. Rebound. I mean, and not not saying and the Coyotes proved that in our in that in that well, flute goal. And if not saying and, and not saying, look, Darcy Kemper stood on his head and he stole a game from Colorado, which is the only reason that you're not being, you're not sitting here as correct. Yeah. On your on your sweet prediction, so I'm not gonna sit here and say that but we did not put enough shots no when we should have uh in in, in my opinion so but yeah. i just don't think that and, i mean ryan yeah. gets laugh he didn't look good this no. year you know the ducks yeah. didn't look good at all this and, year yeah. and i don't want to go too in on the prints because once offseason starts we'll do full team uh analysis but we're talking about the trade rumors <laughs> but the preds seem to have an issue where they don't adjust for example, no you could, you could tell right off the bat in game one of the of the qualifying rounds, our power play looked good because they you could tell they had new plays. Mm-hmm. They had this one play where someone gets in the slot, someone gets right behind the net and tries to feed it to them. Something they haven't tried, something I've seen a lot of other teams do. Cool. You, they did it. But then they started forcing it and forcing it and forcing that one play to happen and it wasn't working. And instead of saying, okay, that's not working, let's try something else, they kept forcing it, which would then cause them to get uh, on on the count uh, to go on the defense on on shorthanded and they would let shorthanded uh, sh- uh, yeah, chances. Well, that happen. goes right back to that. We got a saucer pass it across the middle to yeah. you know, and and Michael Grabner is one of the top shorthanded players, penalty kill players in this league, dude. He is gonna score if you give him that opportunity. Yeah, you know. Um, <clears throat> But all right, so let's move stupid, on. Stupid, stupid. Yeah. Uh, we to will cover the. We will do an episode of we'll, during the off season. We will do just sit down and do a full day of recording. Just do analysts of each team. Uh, we might be for the fantasy episode. It might just be for the uh, for the show. But Tarasenko leaves the bubble uh, to have a doctor look at his repair surgically repaired shoulder. Uh, I don't know which one of us had Tarasenko in our fantasy pool. It did any of us have him? Uh, definitely somebody had. I think it was Davey. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. It might have been you. Definitely Bubba. not me. I've already looked at mine. Yeah, I think Dave, yeah, Davey has them. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, man. I think that the game last night that the Blues stole a game. I mean, kind of. They, they're looking good. I think someone awoke the monster. That is the Blues. Yeah. Which kind of sucks for everybody. But yeah, it sucks for I, everybody. I, I still think the, my uh, bracket. Yeah, <laughs> I still think the Canucks can. I can't remember what I had them winning, but I can probably pull up my bracket. Channel. I think I had the. Um, I think I personally had the Blues in six, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken. I'm quite frequent, quite frequently mistaken. Yeah, so, but my uh, oh man, I'm one game away from my Stanley Cup champion from being gone. Going to see the doctor is one acceptable reason to leave the bubble. However, why couldn't you have just had the doctor fly in? It seems like. Well, I think he's done. Like he, they've come to the conclusion uh, that he's done for the run. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you just made it seem like he was just making a quick bubble trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The Indy 500. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I watch yeah. It. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, IndyCar racing's fun. We've talked about the Indy 500 on here before. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that we highlighted folks, highlighted to folks that it's not canceled this year. And I got my Indy 500. Well, I'm so sorry. 
I've got my Indianapolis Motor Speedway hat on currently, uh, which is different than the Indy 500 for those of you that are not initiated. Uh, but I just wanted to bring it up. You know, I mean, it's a it's a a big part of sports, and so we need to. Who's just the uh, Who's the favorite? Do you know? Is it Is it like uh, one Kentucky of those, Derby? Is it a favorite? Thing? One, of, one of those guys that drive on uh, on four wheels. Ah, yeah. So, uh, no, so not the guy. Me, not man. the guy in the trike. Uh, no, no, it's not the trike guy. It's <laughs> It's not the guy in that like Honda. That Honda <laughs> with the reverse with the reverse tri wheels. <laughs> you know, you can take a. You know, what is that called? What is the the Honda like? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm I've seen it before. On old episodes of Top Gear, the Honda Roadster, I believe it is what it's called. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, I'll probably watch it. We'll see. Uh, now, this next thing, I'll let you talk about because I have absolutely zero interest in this at all. Yeah. Um, well, you know me. Uh, I'm not a huge, oh, huge. Dallas just scored, by the way, for update. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I was. Uh, I was just wondering. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I totally <laughs> forgot it was on. I have it on over here. <laughs> um. I'm not a, you know me, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but I, there ain't much more that I like on earth than playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. NBA playoffs started. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to run through the, the playoff set and then I'll have a, I actually kind of have like a little question regarding just just sports in general, okay? A question to me or a hypothetical just, uh, rhetorical no, question? No, just a question to you, okay. kind of, yeah. Um, the, in the East, we have the number one Bucks playing the number eight Magic, and the Magic actually won today, uh, where there was a lot of people talking about a mega sweep, and so the Orlando Magic definitely won. Orlando, I was about to ask you where the Magic are from. Orlando Magic uh, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I knew Milwaukee. Um, the they got the Greek freak. The number four Pacers are playing the number five Heat. Uh, the number three uh, Boston Celtics are playing the uh, number six Seventy Sixers. The number two Raptors are playing the number seven Nets in the East. And then moving over to the West. Number one Lakers playing the number eight Trailblazers. The number four Rockets playing the number five Thunder. The number three Nuggets playing the number six Jazz. And the uh, number two Clippers are playing the number seven Mavericks. So can I just say you can say whatever you want. A lot of people talk shit about the Kraken as a name. There were two teams in here called one called the Nuggets and one called the Jazz. So I never want to hear people say shit about the Kraken again. Yeah, okay, I hear you. But <laughs> the Nuggets are like, you know, in Denver, like the gold nuggets. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know, okay. But so I mean it also wasn't created in 2020. I know, but but <laughs> I mean they, you can change a name. You know, also, I'm just uh, you know Nuggets more, aren't as bad as the Jazz. More st- more more so of what I'm what was the second one that you were Smack talking jazz, the jazz. Yeah. Again, it's Utah. And it, you know, I think it moved from a jazz place. You I know, would hope so. There's not a lot of jazz in Utah. <laughs> I don't think maybe I'm wrong, but more what I want to talk about is the trailblazers. You know, I, I find that very strange. Well, they got a dope sponsors from GMC, Bo. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not talking about their spot. I'm, you know, because again, all these team names were created long before yeah. the sponsorships came. So it's not because of, Look, I mean, it would not be, it would not surprise me about Trailblazers the from Oregon, Portland, Portland, yeah, Portland okay. Oregon. Yeah. I it mean, would not surprise me I at all. I assume that's something if, to do with what's their names? The people that went, they, trail, they blaze trail, but yeah, again, you know, it's just like, 
you guys were trailblazers. We're going to name our basketball team after that. <laughs> They're like, well, what's know. basketball? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you're going to love it, but maybe hate it. Who yeah, knows? <laughs> yeah. We haven't quite got there yet. Yeah. Buddy. Um, no, but see, it wouldn't, again, you know, the Kraken's 2020. It would not surprise me at all if we just find out because of like all of the Amazon influence on the on the Krakens, uh, on the Seattle Kraken. Well, he's just like, he's like a huge Greyjoy fan. He's like a big Game of Thrones Greyjoy fan. And he's like, he's like, look, Kraken, or I'm going to, I'm going to make this team's life a living hell, you know? And they're like, fine, dude. I mean, you know, you're already whatever. making our stadium like all solar powered and yeah. we live in a place with all rain. So right, we'll right. see how that goes. Right. It's going to be, we're going to be mid first period. And just, <laughs> <laughs> the whole stadium shutting down. <laughs> Jeff Bezos pops up with a spotlight and he's just like, release the Kraken. And it's just like 30 Amazon workers that are just running out there delivering him stuff. Um, yeah. So, okay. So now that we've completely gone off the rails, not my question at okay. all. Not, oh, okay. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously great banter, you know, that's going to, that's, that's going to play come well. For. My question is, and I, the reason I'm doing this with the NBA is because I kind of have a, an opinion already. What sports, and Sasa asked me this question. It was such a good question. And from the negative shout out he got last week, he's going to get a positive one this week. It was a really good question. What sport do you think loses the most without fans? Um, I had a couple different answers depending on the question so and which I, one, which one is basically not no different without fans. So no different, I would say, and we're talking about the four major sports, not tennis, right? Like, right. Okay. Right, yeah. Cause no. um, I think I would have said hockey, but honestly, after seeing how the, they're doing, I don't know. I no longer my, think that my answer, my answer, I mean, basketball is definitely up there. My answer for the one that matters the least was hockey. Really? Because, yeah, because it I mean, these guys are, I mean, when you're flying around on ice skates and you're hitting people and you're, you know, you're having to deal with so much external stuff than just you yourself, I think that they already tune us out. So I was going more <laughs> with, and, you know, the players just said themselves, like, less about on the ice per se, but when you are in a timeout or when a coach is trying to tell you stuff on the bench, it's a lot harder and they've had mics like this, like to show how hard it is. You know, if you're, if a coach is talking right in your ear on the bench, mm -hmm. it's almost impossible to hear them when mm -hmm. the fans are going. Mm -hmm. um, obviously not if you're like a Panther player, because it's like quiet in there. Your, your coach is like nobody. echoing. There's nobody there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> You know, whereas with football, I mean, the players are, football, the fans are so sure. far We off. haven't really got to see football, though. Yeah. You I know, mean, I think football, if football happens, I think that it wouldn't. I don't think it'll be noticeable, man. Because here's the thing. Not many times in hockey and basketball, so many times they do panning of the fans and they do like stuff I'm to, with the I'm fans. talking more of just a complete player perspective. And okay, so my I think, my, I think it's basketball. My the the least affected for me is hockey because again, there's so much going on anyway that yeah. they're generally not paying attention to us at, for the most part. My most affected would be basketball, yeah, because it's a game of runs and yeah. it's a game of hypeness. And I mean, like I said, the the Bucks and the Milwaukee Bucks got beat by the Orlando Magic today. In a normal situation. The Bucks would be playing in Milwaukee, and even when we're, when they were down, they could rally behind but their crowd. They're playing crowd. in Orlando right now, right? Yeah, they're all playing yeah. in the same place. 
So my thing is, and so, but it's not like Orlando's at yeah. like a home field advantage or anything. But because the, I feel like the crowd gets so much of a rhythm for folks now, yeah, I guess I just don't watch enough NBA to know like how. Well, hyped but the, you've seen basketball. Yes, though. I've seen basketball. You know, like and think I, about a high school basketball game oh, with no fans. And that's all I was about you know to say. Is, I like, think that if college sports goes forward, that's where we're going to see the biggest impact. I yeah. think college basketball with no fans will be drastically different for the players. Uh, I absolutely agree. You know, I mean, and it's and and I'll tell you like. They were talking about, well, a shooter is able to not have distractions and stuff and be able to get but more the, in a rhythm. But the lack of that noise might actually screw with them more. Yeah. I, I And so I, I kind of saw that today and kind of confirmed my my current belief. Baseball is probably a little weird without fans because it's so slow. Yeah, and I think then, it's... You know, I think it's about the same quality to watch with or without fans. I think it's a little quicker, but yeah, I mean, yeah, no. So, I mean, I just kind of wanted to have that that specific question, um, but we can move in. Yeah, let's move in. We're already at about 40 minutes. NBA, NBA is going to let let longtime friends and families visit in the bubble. That's is this going to go well? No. no. <laughs> so when I first read this, I thought it said NHL and I was like, are they about to screw up? And I was like, and that's why at the end of the last segment, I was like, oh, this thing's being this segment. But no, uh, that there's no way it, that goes well. Yeah, no. I mean, it's, it seems so, like why it seems so difficult to, and to monitor. the fact that they put longtime friends in it, like, how do you prove that they're like, how do you quantify it? Like, yeah, like, these are my old time friends, Candy, Roxanne. <laughs> uh, they're fun. Yeah. I've been paying. Look, James Harden's going to be like, look, I have been paying these women for long times <laughs> yeah. uh, it, within the strip club. OK, they are long time. Yeah, absolutely. I paid like three of their kids tuitions. It just seems like it's, you know, again, we're. We're having regular folks that are getting paid very minimal amounts of money having to deal with, you know, not being able to see family and friends. And so these millionaires can't go a month or two without having their family or friends. Yeah. It's not like we're back in the day where you don't have like Skype and, yeah. you know. And here's another thing. Like they're at what? Disney World for this? Is that where they're you, you, Disney? I have no they're idea. At one of, they're at one of the Disney's. And this isn't like the situation in Toronto, I Edmonton mean, for the NHL. There is enough hotels where the players could have brought their family into the bubble with them yeah. and had plenty of space where the families have a, their entire own hotel bubble where they can visit them. Well, you know, those hotels are pretty much booked up. It's Florida, Bobby. So oh, I figured it that. I, I, figured I the have NBA, no idea. I, I would assume just, that the NBA rented out the entire area. I was making a Florida joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, because like, you know, yeah. they haven't slowed down uh, really at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just don't think that's going to go well. And I mean, we nope. talked about how well the NHL has done. Does this really mess with, I mean, cause the NBA has done really well up to this point. So, yeah. Uh, so you talked about unwritten rules on your snaps or stick a couple weeks ago and we yep. didn't talk about Hate it. Them. Uh, I believe it was a pirates player, Tatis jr. Uh, the team was up, I believe 10 to three and he hit a four run grand slam. And the Dodgers manager was not happy. Definitely said some things to him under his mask. I believe his own manager wasn't like mad, but more of a, like a, Hey, let's, it's kind of an unwritten rule. You don't do that. How and that's do you, so stupid. You got, you got, look, there's, I have lots of questions. When you have 90, 98 mile an hour pitches coming at you, 
So are you saying my options are I have to strike out when we're up by this well, much? Was, because that's essentially what so you're here's, saying. So here's the reason why, people. It's not just that he did it. It was that it was a 3-0 count. So yeah. usually when it's a 3-0 count, you just don't swing and you sure. assume it's going to. And I think they said that it was on the line. Like it might've been a ball. And so I think that is the unwritten rule is that you don't swing, swing at a three Oh pitch, which I still yeah, think well, is that's, ridiculous. That's more because of a strategic it was right, rule yeah, though. But it was that's also right. A, like he said, like it was right in his wheelhouse. Like it was a, it was like a meatball pitch a, that he was going to rock. So we're, to, so we're taking strategy of normal gameplay into effect here of making it look. My thing is I don't agree with it in, in the NBA. If you're down by 30 and, somebody steals the ball and he's not he doesn't get a lot of playing time bro dunk it yeah you know how they stop you know how but also that means if, that if he gets uh bricked by someone and just his shot blocked okay man like that's he, what i'm saying like yeah. look you know how you don't have people score on you when you're up by 30 play better play better dude yeah play better defense don't get beat by yeah. 30 and, and so like my, in, like in basketball there's that a clock's clock probably, yeah there's in a baseball clock. at what if he say he took a grounder and just kind of just jogged. watched it. Yeah. What if he just watched it and then he ended up maybe getting on first base and the play and then it's over. But then the next round, out. they freaking go on a 11 uh, run. You know, they Man, 11 really runs. wish we would have had four runs. You know, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like that was that is there is no timer in baseball. And like when you were playing younger baseball, there was mercy rules and stuff. So like, look, MLB, you guys probably need it right now. If you want to implement mercy rules, that's fine to be upset at a guy for doing what he's paid to do doing what he's paid to do (laughs) and hitting a home run there wasn't a there wasn't a pirates fan at home sitting on the couch saying can't believe he did that you know what (laughs) i'm saying like that's so that so unwritten rule don't hit me with that write them down if you want them to (laughs) if you don't want me to break this rule then write make it a rule make it a rule otherwise look i don't care what uh ty cobb did you know back in 1912 that dude used to try to stab people with his cleats okay (laughs) he doesn't get to um, he doesn't get i mean they must have been unwritten rules because those guys couldn't write they weren't (laughs) able to write i hate that dude so i'm so glad you brought it up that uh there's an unwritten rule did they win did the pirates win yeah okay good (laughs) <laughs> you know because imagine if they had lost and people were still giving them shit like, for it. bro we were up we, we had to give them a shot to come back <laughs> all right so we're gonna move into our playoff update and review playoffs uh, so but before sorry. we get started on that i do want to say uh conor mcdade was eliminated now over a week and a half ago and he is still the second in playoff scoring man dominant dominant who is first so the point leader is Sebastian Ajo, and goal leader is Bo Horvat, and Quinn Hughes is tied for assist leader uh, with Sebastian Ajo. So, but so let's start over in the West. Or before we do that, uh, I yesterday I kind of had the feeling that we've seen a lot of overtimes, and really that five one that five overtime game really stuck in my head. So I wanted to do some research to see, hey, what was the most amount of overtimes in a in a Stanley Cup playoffs total? Uh, and so I finally was able to do that. Took some time and a quick shout out to Brian Baston who helped me find where to look at these stats. Uh, you can find him over at, at uh, Proj Pat summit, uh, on Twitter. He has a lot of uh, stats and stuff, but so I felt I got an Excel sheet and currently, um, because, and I, I'm counting the qualifying rounds originally because the NHL is counting the qualifying rounds, but we are currently at 17 overtimes. Five of which are from the qualifying round. So when it's all said and done, 
I will subtract those five and go off just the first round. And we're currently at 207. Uh, we're currently at about 215 minutes of overtime. The record was back in 2003 with 38 overtimes at 456 minutes of overtime. So, and that, and that was the year that was the last year that we had a five OT. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Um, Um, and then looking back, the record before that, I believe was 93, uh, was 35. And that was actually, so when you're looking at the stats and I'll clean up the doc and I'll put a picture out on it right around 89, 1989 is when out of nowhere, dude, overtimes just exploded. We were having like the, like we had, like they were sometimes scored. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was a rule change. But yeah, no, I think it's really interesting. Uh, I think that it's going to blow past that number, dude. I think. I don't think so. I think that it'll. Th- you don't think it'll be down. 38 overtimes? No, we're only at 12 right now. Yeah, I mean, you're technically. In the first at, round, though. We're technically at. Right. But you know, they half the teams after this. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. We'll see. You know. I, I, so I don't think it'll blow past. I think, I think, we'll, I think it'll beat it. I think I've, I'm going to guess okay. we're going to get 41 overtimes in total. Okay, um, 41. I think we're going to get 32. So, okay. Um, so how about this? We, we water bet the over under of the record. It's going to be under. I think it's going to be under. All right. If it's even, even money, we water, we, we throw water on Harper. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's actually get into the playoff review now, now that we're about 50 minutes into this episode. Um, starting off with Golden Knights at Blackhawks. Uh, Blackhawks not looking like they did in the first round. I think they stole no. the game, but uh, Vegas currently leads 3-1, to one and they play later this evening. So uh, I don't know that they're be... not looking like they did the last round. I think Vegas looks a, good. Yeah, I think the Knights, Golden Knights look freaking fantastic dude freaking again like i said i said blackhawks in seven i would be happy if i was wrong so i hope that vegas closes it out tonight you know what i'm saying uh man yeah the golden knights look really really good dude uh i am uh I'm, I think it's going to be hard for any team to beat them. Um, yeah, I haven't looked to see who they who they might face well, in the would, next round. It would, it would reseed. So, so they are the number one seed. So they would either so they would take on the Blues or I guess they could take Canucks on anybody really. Or stars or the <laughs> Flames. Yeah, they won't play the Avalanche. Um, Which I'm they happy could about. play the Coyotes though. So. Um, <sighs> Man, if, if, if the guy if coyotes, if coyotes come, back. come back and win, yeah, oh, that would really blow my that would really blow my Colorado versus Carolina Stanley Cup final, huh? Yeah, that <laughs> would uh, blow it right up. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, good series uh, overall. I mean, I think just Vegas is just too much, man. Yeah, you know, it's just really hard for them to yeah. uh, to play against like what's such a complete hockey team. Yeah, and then moving on to another team that's just a complete team, the uh, Avalanche. And the Coyotes, Colorado leads three to one. I think, you know, Kemp, like you said earlier, Kemper stole one. Could This could have easily been a sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know when a goalie is going to steal one. Yeah. And let me just say that. Wow. But they, uh, there was, there was no thievery happening this last game. <laughs> yeah. Seven, seven to one. Seven to one. Got me a lot of points in our fantasy pool with Cole McCarr. <sighs> Kale McCarr. And it got me a few too. I mean, with Rantanen and Landeskog, yeah. you know, like I, uh, I just do not see. 
I, I just don't see. I have I have Colorado winning in five, um, so that would be a yeah. nice little uh, nice little win for me if that happens. I just don't see how they don't. I mean, yeah. Kemper stole that win, and it was like he just pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> pissed and here's off the thing, the man. Avalanche. I'm, I'm kind of happy the Preds didn't win, dude. Because here's the thing: if the Preds had won, we would not have get gotten past the steamroll that that is Colorado. So at least we had a shot at Lafreniere. But other, because otherwise, I think we would have gotten swept, or maybe uh, stolen. I don't think again. we would have played Colorado. Uh, would we have though? not have? No, because it was because the Yotes Yotes were eleven, so they they yeah. reseeded. So, so who would we? I don't know who exactly would we were the sixth seed. We I think yeah, and Vancouver. I think we probably would have played, played St. Louis, St. Louis maybe, or uh, either way. I don't Calgary. think we, I don't think we would have gotten past a the second round. No. I don't. I don't see any of these teams that are. Maybe we. If would've. we played Dallas, I think we maybe could maybe, have because we know them better. Maybe Chicago. I, mean, it, I don't think we would have matched up with Chicago, but it, I mean, I think we could have. We wouldn't have matched up with yeah. Chicago. We would have played one of the yeah. four top teams. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So next up is Stars and Flames, which is on right now. I believe the first intermission tied one one, and that the series, series is yeah. tied two two. Uh, I man, man, it looked like it was going to be a sweep early on, didn't it? Uh, stars have turned it on. They, yeah, they have looked like they, uh, and like that's exactly what we talked about both on the fantasy episode and last week's episode. You never know what stars team you're going to get. Yeah, you never know. And I mean, they could go out and dominate the rest of this game and next game and win in six. And they could absolutely go out and drop the ball past this point and be out in six. You know, I yeah. mean, that's that's the stars. They're looking good, though. I, I haven't uh, these past few games. I haven't been able to watch. But uh, from what I hear and highlight, they're playing some of the best hockey they've played all year, which is saying something because they played some good hockey early. Yeah. on. Uh, the Flames will need their top guys to step it up a notch. Yeah. All right. So moving in to finish off the West is the Blues versus the Canucks. Again? The uh, Blues, uh, they the the monster awoke yesterday. Mm-hmm. I guess the day before, and uh, the Canucks are <laughs> they should be a little scared right now. I think the Blues when they come to play, you know, I will say though it is nice seeing Bennington just not play well at all. Yeah. He's playing. Uh, so Jake Allen, my fantasy yeah, team, Jake Allen is back uh, with uh, controlling the helm in the net. But yeah, I, I still think the Canucks can win it. I think they will win. Uh, uh, they need Quinn Hughes to to show up, obviously. Um, I, and without Tarasenko, I had know, the. I mean, Tarasenko has not scored the entirety. Of the series, I mean, I don't think they're lo- they're missing anything because we've talked about it, you know. Yeah, but he's still a, th- a threat, though. Like he's sure, still he's a, a threat th- that he's can a show threat, up. But he he's a threat he's, that's yeah. like as willing to be a team player and doesn't need to be the scoring guy. I think I have the Blues in six. I think they're just going to win the next two outright and make my really? make me right. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that, and I mean, I could be like that's how the hockey this season is gone and this playoffs have gone. the The Canucks can come out tonight. And oh, they're playing tomorrow. Okay, yeah. the Canucks could come and come out tomorrow and just dominate, maybe. But uh, I think that what you're saying is correct. I think the Blues are woke up. I think they're yeah, they're dangerous. They didn't like they didn't like the fact that they've got they got embarrassed uh, early on. Another good series, though, man. Yeah. The you know? question is though. If when Bennington is not playing well, is Jake Allen a Stanley Cup goaltender? And I think the answer is no. 
I mean, I agree. If I, don't think, I don't have them. I don't have them moving yeah. past the next round. Especially so. if Bennington's not playing well. They, I don't think they have a chance. I think Jake Allen can steal a game there, uh, here or there against the Canucks team. But uh, man, it, it, I think the Canucks because of Jake Allen. Jake Allen is Swiss cheese, and they're, they're going to light him up this next game. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I, mean, it's I, totally I think possible. I think they put five past Jake Allen if he. Okay. If Jake Allen's in net for the next game, which I assume he will be. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah. see. I don't think, I think that you got to go back to Bennington. I think Jake Allen's shown I you. think they will go back to Bennington if they win this series. I think they'll go, they'll try him again the next series. Or maybe if they win this next game, they'll, I mean, maybe not, not this next game, but I think the game after next, they'll go back to Bennington possibly. Unless Allen comes out and dominates, then they're going to end on Allen. Uh, so let's uh, go back to the East. Flyers and Canadians, that game uh, just got done a little bit ago here. Uh, Flyers won 2 nothing, so they are now up 3-1 on that series. Uh, kind of how we all thought it would go. Um, it would have been nice to see the Habs get an upset, but uh, that that was one of those ones where I don't think many people saw an upset. It would have hurt my bracket because uh, they, I have I have the Flyers in my uh, in my cup. Yeah. So I don't see that really happening based on the way they're playing. Um, but it will help me to at least advance around. I have them I have the uh I have Philly winning in five. So that's I mean, that's still a still a possibility. Yeah, I got them winning in six. Yeah, so I I think it's gonna be now now, now that it's three one. I think it's gonna be in five. I think I think it's gonna be hard pressed for the Habs to win another yeah. game. Yeah. Um I thought the Habs are gonna play a little bit better than they have. They just right now they can't hit the broadside of a barn, dude. They are just missing the net on so many shots. Yeah. And I mean that's kinda who we thought they were. Yeah. You know, early on. And they had a really good series against Pittsburgh. And they haven't played a bad series against yeah. the Flyers. I think the Flyers are just too much. Yeah. Overall. And hey, they they played their part. They got rid of the, the Penguins, and we're all thankful for that. We appreciate you. But now it's time you. to go back in the go back on the shelf, uh, Habs, and we'll see you in a couple of years when you're relevant again. We will see you. And now Katakanemi, he has played yeah. a hell of a playoff, so he's going to be a dominant force in this league. Yeah, for, for it'll years be interesting to, to see who picks him up at the trade deadline this next season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's go to the Lightning and Blue Jackets. Uh, what a uh, series. Um, man, it's three to one right now. I had Columbus winning in seven. Still I ha- possible, I but had, unlikely. I had uh, the Lightning winning in four. <clears throat> unlikely. Um, very unlikely. <laughs> yeah. um, I, th- I mean, it was that five OT game. I think yeah. that they were so emotionally drained and the Blue Jackets were desperate to get one. But the Lightning, even in that game that they got beat, they've looked like the better hockey team the entirety. Sure. Uh, I, I, obviously, I was not correct in my the sweep. Yeah, revenge. Off, yeah, revenge is on their mind. Yeah. You can and tell from what I've seen. Um, I was kind of basing it off that first round. I, I don't think Columbus. I think Columbus is playing good. I think they're playing the best that they can. Yes, I, I don't. Agree. I don't think it's enough to beat. Tampa. No. Last year, it took the best they could and the and bounces and a little bit of a miracle. And, and a lot more star power on that, yeah. on that roster. And I think that even at their best, they I mean, but I mean anything can happen, but Tampa's I, Tampa's that kind of team that's built to play with no fans yeah. in the stands. I wouldn't and, be surprised if they squeak out one more, but that's about all I think they have left I in would, them. I wouldn't either, but 
But I think Tampa's going to go out. Yeah, and, no, I think Tampa's going to win it. I think Tampa's going to win it in five, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up going to no. six. I mean, see, that's the thing with any of these series. If they go yeah. to seven games, I wouldn't. And may, it, maybe the Flyers Habs series. I would be surprised. Yes, if that I would went, be surprised if about. it went past. Maybe six. Colorado, Arizona. I'd be. I'd be I bad. would be a little surprised at that as well, but less surprised at the other. Yeah. Um. So now is it? I think everyone was a bit surprised <laughs> about this. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, New York, uh, the Islanders are up through a series lead on the Caps three to nothing. Man, the Caps aren't looking good at all. I would say I would say it's been a long time since uh, I would say that's the the nicest way you could say looking horrendous. You know, they look bad and not and not to take anything away from the Islanders who look good. You know what I'm saying? The Caps just don't look I good think at all. I don't think there's a single team in any of these playoff series that the Caps would beat in a seven-game series right now. I mean, no. f- based on the way they're playing, you don't yeah. think so either? No. I, I, I mean, I think that if the Habs were playing the Capitals right now, I think it would be easy money on the yeah. Habs. You know? I think that if – I think when Ovi missed that open net, that killed – the mindset of the caps. Yeah. That was the dagger in in the heart that, and which is wild, but you know, that's just how sports sometimes is sometimes how it goes. And I mean, this is, this is, and it's funny because now we think of the caps as cup winners because they won a cup, yeah. you know, but I mean, the capitals of old years before that were perennial first round out, yeah. you know, two times as the president cup winner out in the first round you know that's uh that's rough that's tough to tough to deal with i mean obviously they got their cup but they look like the old caps and not the not the caps that we were used to for the past couple years yeah islanders look good though i mean yeah they do man i i I know i know barry trotz is sitting there saying (laughs) like Told you, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, and hey, go uh, if the Islanders go all the way and win the cup, dude. I'd, be mad. I'd, I'd, me either, because like, first of all, besides the fact that I have no ill will towards the Islanders, Barry Trotz. I mean, yeah. that, that man is given given yeah. us and our city so much, dude. Yeah. And he's a good guy, a good coach. Not and, to mention the Islanders have a sweet color scheme, dude. I love that color scheme. Well, that and that overtime winner by Matty Barcel, dude. Oh, that was yeah. the fastest guy in the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nasty. let's let's round it out. Uh, Bruins and Hurricanes. Huh. I had Hurricanes winning it all, but let me just tell you, uh, it's been competitive. The, the entire season has been competitive, except for the third period last night. Yeah, that was probably one of the worst choke jobs I've ever seen. Can't get, can't, can't, I mean, at this point, Boston fans can't be mad about the old Tuka Rask going home, right? <laughs> yeah. Locke looks good, dude. Yeah. He looks good. He looks really good. This is, uh, you know, this was the series that we were probably the most excited about based off the, you know, entirety yeah. of, of And outside we of that third period to. last night, it's, it's provided. It, it, it's provided well, but it's not been as a fun yeah i would like to i would like to get so, you know, like. i would like to see it go seven like i kind of called it i had uh the canes <laughs> winning in seven i'm yeah. sorry i had the canes winning in six yeah i had the canes winning in in seven it was me that had them in seven yeah doesn't look like that's gonna happen um yeah. even without pasta and um and and tuca it just the 
overall amount from the Bruins just look like yeah. it's just. And one thing too I did notice much. is that my bracket is completely opposite of my fantasy pool. Yeah, that's good. That's putting money <laughs> I in realized all. I was like, wait a second. If my bracket is perfect, or even my bracket is near perfect, my fantasy, all my fantasy players are out. But if all my fantasy players are in, then my bracket is come shattered. I think it's. I think I'm kind of like the flip of you. You know, I'm also opposite. But uh, my fantasy team's not looking great. But my bracket's looking yeah, decent. I'm, my, you know, Davey's making a comeback, but I, my team's looking right. Every time D- Davey has a big day, I I like. I think one day I had one point more than him, and yesterday I think I had 21 points, and he had like 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I mean, and when I had a bunch of points too, and I'm still just like I'm 45 behind you. I'm 21 behind Davey. It's not over, but no. I mean, it's looking it's still like first round. yeah, but it's looking and it'll, like and it could easily. Slowly. I mean, the other thing all it takes is like if the Bruins, if the Canes come back and win it, I'm screwed. Yeah, but, but all, all I have is Dougie Hamilton, who has done nothing for me. Yeah, didn't he got an OT winner for you? Didn't he, or didn't he? Just, or did he just get one goal? Did he get the game winner? No, he did get a game winner. Okay. So, so he actually has seven points. Yeah, that's which not is, bad you know, for a it's D-man. Not, not horrendous. Better than my Adam Fox and Matthias Ekholm combined. So. <laughs> The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. You found this one, yeah. so uh Yeah, it uh misleading very misleading it got me because uh, i was you know i'm, I'm, I'm searching too. the uh, i'm searching for the joke of the week uh i always go to reddit's not the onion because that feel like it's the best place to go and find us a good joke of the week and so i see the headline san jose teacher suspended after appearing topless in an online class and i'm like hell Lucky yeah bastards i'm like hell yeah and i pull it up it's a dude. Like <laughs> dudes aren't topless. They just don't have a shirt on. Like I feel like I was so misleading. It's a funny picture though. It's like a <laughs> funny picture of the dude like did you really think that that was like a good idea? Oh, man? Dude. Yeah, and like I'm just <laughs> So con- like it's just so confusing. Like what goes through your mind where he thinks that that's okay? This is the sa- and this is like a week after he gave the dress code announcement. Second, uh, second, uh, what's the second math class of the year, bro? <laughs> he was just like, all right, this dude is really just like, I am done. Yeah, I'm done. I will say that I, in my opinion, that a lot of people try to call him a pedophile, and I don't, I don't think this is a pedophile i don't think this is a sexual thing is that like a is that like a how you say it or you just laugh at the word no no no. what i'm saying is there's a lot of people saying that he is like no no you said pedophile yeah and and so that's how you say it yeah that's how i I say it because that's i mean that's how the english language it's supposed to be said no you you always be pulling this stuff from britain like we'd be living in britain or something dude it's pedophile Uh, it's not pedophile it's pedo Short eyes. <laughs> we just present bringing up prison lingo for for uh, for for kid lovers now. Okay, yeah, it's ahead. like, oh, he's a pedophile, Mike. Mike, you, Mike, your point. Mike, your point. Uh, anyway, so I don't think that this. They were saying that um, a after research, he he does not have an AC in the house. He cannot afford it because he's on a teacher's salary, living in San Jose, and it was a one hundred and one degree day. 
Um, not, not, just, not an excuse. Have a shirt on, dude. Have a wife beat on. Have something on. Or have the camera not set in a weird way where it's like makes it more awkward. I want to throw out there, though, that if you don't have an AC and you're sitting on, you know, a chair or a couch, we can both not argue that it is not 100% more gross and uncomfortable to sit there without a shirt on. Yeah, no. With the sweat and everything. Yeah. Like, and I'm not, thing, I'm you not live in San Jose, the- California. Go outside. Go, go, well, go to your back porch or something. Or have a, like, I don't know. Either way, not an excuse, but I'm just saying that I don't think this was like a, like a, he, he, he didn't it, have it in like a malicious intent. No, I, I mean, he, no, I don't think he had a malicious intent. I'm, I don't think the guy, the guy's, uh, the guy's a predator, no, a kid predator. But like at the same time, I'm not saying that he's not a kid predator. Yeah, we can't say for certain. You know what I'm saying? Like again, that's strange, dude. Dude, it's hot, yeah, definitely not weird. Hot, strange, right? Yeah, that's definitely, very strange. Yeah. What a joke, dude! Like, this and I dude will say, like, big props to the student that reported him because she was like she the fact that she could understand hey that's not what he's doing is not okay and she was able to go to her parents and say i'm not uncomfortable I'm, i am uncomfortable with this so props to her he's super uncomfortable as well it looks like he's sitting on like a uh, a regular couch it looks like he's got a towel or something on his head. oh no it's all weird yeah uh, dude like why is he like yeah dude he's got the he's got the old people taking a facebook <laughs> yeah can't you know like how like instead of like you know the best it looks like he, he could have his the best yeah. angle is when you have it above you and you're looking yeah. up right he has the like super down where he like almost has like the laptop at his penis which again we don't know that he's, we don't know that he's bought if he's not we bottomless. don't know if he has clothes on or not he could be just taking a, maybe maybe he's taking a shit and he's one of those guys that has to take off all their clothes to take a shit i don't want to get sued for slander because we don't know if the dude had pants on but i am saying that it's a possibility it's possible that he did not, but he's got like a way low, like under, like, first of all, if you're on the computer and you're teaching this class, one would have to assume you have to do things on the computer. There is no way that this is comfortable for you to like, I, I, the more we sit here and talk about it and like discuss it. Maybe he is a pedophile. That's what I'm saying, dude. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. No slander. No slander. Maybe he is though. Be professional. Put a shirt on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that was a, that was a quote in there. Yeah, she I couldn't think we, concentrate. The she started feeling uncomfortable. Avila said in a phone interview, she couldn't concentrate on the topic because all she was seeing was this old man in, on her camera in her bedroom. Old man nips, dude. Ah, dude, yeah, yeah. I'm a uh, yeah. The superintendent, though, dope name, Chris Funk. Ah. <laughs> he said, I will say how the many behavior times is you- unacceptable, <laughs> unprofessional, and it violates several district policies, <laughs> yeah. as well as some laws. <laughs> how often do you think he makes dumb dad jokes in the hallways about his last name? Like, oh, guys, I'm bringing the funk or in the morning announcements. He definitely does that. But like with his friends, he's like, I'm going to funk this up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like, he he definitely is a different guy However, outside you, of school. He definitely got made fun of in school. Like if he, he, if, he, if, he if he messed up something, oh, he funked it up. He is a superintendent, though, so I doubt that he's walking the hall. I thought you said vice principal. He might be the pedophile. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, so what a joke, dude. Yeah. Uh, you obviously deserved to get fired. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, but sorry. all right. So let's move into our pop culture segment. We're talking about in an unexpected journey. Uh, the first Hobbit movie. What are your initial thoughts, bud? Uh, I liked it by far the worst. Really? The three. Yeah, I think. Yes, I would say. 
Really? <laughs> yeah, you're agree. Well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> no, I got you, yeah, I got you. it's it's a good. I, I think because all three of them are so good. There was yes, I it was am, very I am good. one of the few that I yes, I believe that the Lord of the Rings trilogy is slightly better because of the nostalgia that comes with it. But if I was viewing it for the first time now, I think I would like the Hobbit more. Um, simply would, because would, of the uh the final the mega battle scene. I love. Well, dwarves. you're talking. Look again. Of the six movies, I would say The Unexpected Journey would rank number six for me. That doesn't mean I don't like it. Yes. I think I feel like the overall three told a better story in a total. And again, I would say, you know, Unexpected Journey was my six. Fellowship, probably my five. You know what I'm saying? But I understand that they were necessary to open up the storyline of that. Great now, movie. I though. would say that the I do wish the Hobbit instead of being a trilogy was a duology. I wish it was too. I wish it was two long movies. I think it would have flowed uh, flowed better if Peter Jackson could make two like three and a half hour movies. There was two movies and then a battle scene. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, that's that's the way I think about yeah. it. And like Two Towers, my number one. Battle of yeah. Five Armies, I because think. Because here's my what two. and you're not gonna like to hear this. That in the books, the uh the political scene in Lake Town didn't like that that was made up. Like Peter Jackson made that up. Legolas never appeared in the books. Like that was again something that he just threw in. You shut your mouth. <laughs> so you if know. they had gotten rid of like if they had well, listen, I get the Hobbit. Now book, that was uh movie number two though. So yeah. Just so but what know. no, what I'm saying, no, I'm not saying cut out number three. I'm saying condense the some of the the filler. And have it as just two big movies. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I totally disagree, though. I liked the filler. Yeah, you're you like, know? no, cut out the final fight scene. Keep Legolas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. If it was like a choice, like basically like. Cut out everything but Legolas and just give me like a 45 minute movie of Legolas. Forget following The Hobbit. Let's just. Let's, <laughs> let's just see what watch, this dude's doing. Let's watch three three hour movies of Legolas. What yeah. is this dude up to? Because first of all, you know, we had talked about. We're going to talk about it next week. I'm not yeah. going to spoil my, my, but I liked the movie a lot. Like you're a big, big, I think the bigger problem for me is you are a bigger fan of the dwarves yeah. in general. And so like, I didn't really necessarily care about the dwarves. Like I liked the storyline that it gave us and the back and the background it gave us on the dwarves. It was just so slow and like more dwarf development yeah. In the uh in the movie one. Whereas like movie two and movie three were, yes, centered around the dwarves and the hobbit, but there was so much additional stuff going on, yeah. in my opinion. So what would you say favorite scene? Let's start with that. What where would you go with that? I would think I'd have to say the uh I mean I really like the the troll scene. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, That um, was fun. I mean, I don't say it's like hard for me to pick out a favorite because it was more of just a, like a uh, filler. And it was after three Lord of the Rings movies back to back to back. So it was like, I need to rewatch it and maybe I will find a deeper love for it. But if we're being honest, I very much enjoyed the very first scene where Gandalf goes up and talks to Bilbo. I thought that that was a cool premise. And then the dwarves are showing up one after the other. And, you know, I like that scene in Bilbo's, um, in, in the, in bag end, um, thought that that was really cool. 
but honestly, the uh, it's really hard not to like look back on like Bilbo riddling with yeah. old uh, old Smeagol, dude. Yeah, and Gollum, the, the riddles. You know? I like the riddles a lot. Um, I would say that my that that was one of my favorite scenes. My uh, my favorite scene, though, I think maybe maybe the whole trilogy. Um, and not, and I'm not going to count like war scenes because obviously those are dope for a whole different reason. Well, you mean the last movie? Yeah. <laughs> um, is Bofor's song, dude? When they were like the whole when oh, they were in Rivendale, yeah. dude. Like first off, the entire that scene of Rivendale cool, is dude. dope, dude. Like, Rivendell's always awesome. But like dude. when you, they're riding in and they like they like Testudo around uh uh Bilbo. Yeah. And I think that's dope. And like, they're just like, they're like, fuck it. We'll take on 30 of these dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they're not all, not all of them are warriors. Like I some did. of these guys are just like shoemakers. Honestly, I did really, mu- I did really enjoy because I always like, not like musicals per se. And like, honestly, the opposite. I don't really I'm, like I hate musicals, musicals, but I love like, when, I like, little, like when a movie gets like a cool, like song, bar song, like sing along thing. The like, like when <clears> the <throat> hobbits are singing in bars and stuff, I, I find that really cool. I mean, I've got that on my Spotify list, dude. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about it next week, but dude, the Ed Sheeran, I see fire yeah. at the end of at the end of Desolation of Smog, dude, yeah. like that was ridiculously odd. Like I'm not an Ed Sheeran fan and I couldn't have told you in a million years that he sang it. Dude, it was freaking awesome. Like, and I'll like look it up from time to time to like listen to it because it was just such a cool. But so like when music is important when it's not like the main focus of it. Like, so I agree. Any of this, any of the scenes where they're kind of like, singing and you know the door because it wasn't like just like a oh a sing-along it was like these dwarfs have like some yeah. real real shit to say while yeah. they're singing a song you know what i'm saying i don't like yeah. that so uh so obviously your favorite guy in the series isn't in this so who would be who, who do you like the most as far as characters do i have to pick doesn't have to be a dwarf it can be anybody in there i okay. mean yeah, I mean, obviously, it'd be nice to have someone, you know, who's I not probably, in the other one. So when you're not just probably shouldn't pick Gandalf, <laughs> then, huh? Um, I mean, it's really hard for me to not say Bilbo, but because Martin Freeman is just yeah. such a dope and it's actor, actually like a useful hobbit. Yeah, like yeah. a hobbit who's not just sitting there being a waste of space. He, yeah, he's the dude for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, who's yours? Yeah, uh, who's yours? I'm going to do a little bit of research. Dude, so, Killy, Killy is dope, and he obviously has a bigger role later, but Killy is... Uh, uh, is that the dude that hooks up with Evang- Evangeline Lilly? Yeah. I th- yeah. Yeah, that's who I was looking up to find out. Yeah, for sure. But also the one with the dope mustache and like the fatter one that has like the mustache that got, grows into his hair. Um, I th- Is that Bomber? Yeah, dude, I don't. Is he the one who breaks the table? Dude, when he's sitting on it, I could not have. I could not tell you. It's. Yeah, I've got. I'm got him up right now. It's. It's the one in the middle here. Yeah, that's that's Bomber. Yeah, he's pretty cool. They all have their spots. Uh, I guess it's the. uh, I guess it's the main, uh, Thorin. Yeah, Thorin is dope. I guess it's his brother. Um, I'd have to look. So hold on. Philly and Killy are like brothers. Cousin, yeah. Or brother. Bro, they but cut- also the really old dude that has like the huge beard is also like, see, like they Balin, all I think that's Balin. Yeah. Balin, yeah, is this, uh, he's second in command behind Thurin. Uh, does Thurin have a brother? 
I know. No, no. I think it was like his cousin or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he doesn't. Cause they would have mentioned that when they heard about the line of Kings, like they would have mentioned, right, Oh yeah, he has yeah. a brother. He would have been, he would have been pretty obvious. You said Killy. Okay. I got a yeah, sight. Bofer is it's crazy. We have the internet now. I could have just looked it yeah, up. Yeah, Bofer so. is Bomber's brother. Bomber is the guy, the really fat one who broke the table. So yeah. I, I didn't like Ori, like mostly cause of his bangs, dude. I'm not a bangs guy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and it's not that I, I hate bangs. It's that I hate the straight across bangs that are like. You know, yeah. it just he wore me out just because of that. He was a great character, I guess. But yeah, uh, Gloin also dope warrior, dude. I think Gloin, he's they don't, I think Dwalin is the strongest of them, but Gloin, I think, is like the better actual, like, like strategist and better fighter. Uh, yeah, dude. And, Although, and that's Gimli's dad. That who is Gloin is Gimli's dad. Had Gimli, no son idea. of Gloin. Had, had no idea. See, like, that's cool. Like, they but, announce it like so in the books in, in the in, in the action in the original books of Lord of the Rings they go into like the first couple chapters are literally talking about where these dwarves are now the ones that's gotcha. where they are but obviously when that movie you came know, out we very, didn't see the Hobbit it's very strange that you know and maybe they did because I just didn't know it's very strange that Legolas didn't have a conversation with Gimli. About, you know, being boys with his dad, dude. I mean, I think they had like bigger, like the end of the world. And, and like, I think. Yeah, but they were I just think Gimli would have been like, oh, OK. Well. There was three dudes running. Like you had to imagine they slept and stuff. Like, what did they talk about? Like they hated each other. So, like, you think that a good icebreaker could have been like, hey, you know, like, I, you know, I hunted down your dad at one point. Uh, yeah, Bofer was cool. Like he had some good spots. But like, you know, I would say that my favorite probably would have to have been. Uh, Philly, you know, uh, Killy, yeah. Killy's bro, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I feel like he was like, uh, no, he had, he had some good moments. Yeah. They all had their spots. Though. Was it Killy who said like, he was like, oh, I, I like that Elven maiden. Like that's, that, that's an Elven lass. You know what I'm talking about? When yeah, he's I like, mean, when no, he's like, when he's trying to hit on the, an elf, an elf that who he thinks is an elvish girl. And they're like, Hey, that's an elvish dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. See, you know, like, it's like, I remember that, but like, I couldn't have told you who, yeah. which one of them said anything, you know? So yeah, but all right. So, um, cool. Can't wait to talk about desolation of smog next week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably watch that. Uh, the wife's getting her hair done tomorrow, so I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Hair done did. Dude. Yeah. Let's move into what are you binging, bud? Um, so obviously you've got hockey, uh, hockey, and then I got to, in the background, and I say in the background because I don't want to embarrass myself because I I'm not a huge reality game show kind of guy. Uh, but Big Brother in the background, I've been watching some hockey, and since Stephanie lets me watch hockey all the time, she loves Big Brother the show. Well, your boy's into it now because. They have Big Brother fantasy leagues, and so, and oh, so, it's through my neck out. I'm reacting to that. I'm in. I I've got you know it's only I only got two two players on my team on my squad, uh, but that gives me something to have it in the background for. So that's super cool. Uh, but hockey, dude, it's I mean I had to find something because that was the only thing that I've been watching that I haven't talked about watching. Uh, was Big Brother, but dude, ho- I've been watching so much hockey that it is absolutely absurd. Dude. Yeah, dude, I've got I've literally I've got it on my tablet right now. I usually when I'm working, I've, I've got, got it, I've on, got it on over here too. Um, 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 so what about you, man? Dude, Anything I've watched good? this dope ass show, which I actually binged the into all three seasons. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. So it is a quote unquote documentary, the same way The Office is a documentary, if you know what I mean. Okay. It so is it's like a Trailer Park Boys type of situation. kind of, but it follows um. 
three vampires living on Staten Island, and it's what era? Uh, is it now, like to that, like so in modern, era. modern era. But the, in like, is it like a comedy? It, or is yes. It like, so uh, here's okay. the thing: you should definitely watch it. The first two episodes it sounds they, funny. The, the first two episodes they leaned very heavily into the uh, interview thing, and they they could obviously tell the first two episodes it didn't it didn't flow well. I'm watching like. This is like kind of like a story build. Yeah, but then in the, after that, they 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 still kept the interview basis or the documentary basis, but definitely more like scripted and like like punchlines. Um, right. and it's like just like The Office kind of you know the, if you watch the first season of Office, it's much different than like season three of The Office. Sure. Um, but it's very funny. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Matt Barry, who is one of my favorite actors, dude. Uh, he's he's one of the vampires. Very funny. He actually has a persona that like called Jackie Daytona, where he like wants to go in hiding. So he's like, oh, if I want to be a human, I just put this toothpick in my mouth. And now I'm Jackie Daytona and I drive a F-150. And uh, but yeah, oh, it, of course, Matt Barry. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a very he's in, funny. Uh, the uh, the IT crowd. Yeah. 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 And, and he's also like, in what is that other show uh that I watched all of it? I usually watch it like on airplanes. Uh oh, man, what is it? It's so funny. Um oh Toast of London. Toast of London is a very Never funny show that. as well. My mom got my wife a big thing of blue Hawaiian mix for her okay, birthday. So we, okay. for the trip. So we've been drinking on some blue Hawaiians. Well, yeah. So mine is very similar. Margaritas. Stephanie's nice. been Stephanie's been home homemaking yeah. margaritas. We're both keeping so, it tropical yeah, this weekend, dude, bud. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's been like, and it's funny because it's been like the least humid it's been in a while, dude. Yeah. I'm loving it, dude. I think when we stream the hockey games, we got to pull out my margarita machine. The margarita. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They Still one of the dopest the wedding gifts someone could have gotten. Me, the folks can't see me at home, but the. The double snap, dude. Yeah. It's very necessary. <laughs> Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. Um... I see yours. I'm excited to hear yours. Yeah, I've got a lot I'm to talk you, about. I'm going to let you go first. I'm, I'm looking at the time now. We might hit a two and a half hour episode. Like we might do another hour on game on, on yours. I think there's a lot of stoppage and I feel like we should just brief on it and then we should really like bring it in and actually kind of talk about the entirety of it. Yeah, at some point. I think because some we p- could talk because both of mine, we could really, yeah. really get into some deep, yeah. some depth. Yeah. And I've actually got some notes about your second one. I know. I was very <laughs> research on it i was very because my impressed. wife is a, my wife's a huge fan of harry potter and every year we do a harry potter marathon so like i saw that i was like yeah there is a lot but we'll get to it we'll um get to that. so we were on a trip and this is people backing up in bumper to bumper trap bumper to bumper traffic to let somebody in so i'm sitting there no no this didn't happen Bobby. yes <laughs> what <laughs> i'm sitting there and there is traffic coming both ways we're about to get on uh like a highway in Gat- in gatlinburg and i've got maybe a foot between me and this guy in front of me and this guy stops and he has got his blinker on to go in the parking lot i'm like all right if you want you wait you wait until we have a green light and we go this dude turns on his reverse lights i'm like what is this guy doing and he starts backing up and i'm like you, dude. so i then i luckily i have a reverse camera so luckily the guy behind me left about a couple feet now i've got to be an asshole and start backing up and this dude he puts his hand out the window like let me go and i'm like 
No, no dude. Bro. And, and it's not like that. There's people behind the guy who wants to turn in. He's just why he's like, like, oh, well, I got to be nice and let this guy in. No, See, that's the, not how this works. The problem is, in normal instances, you would have just sat there and let this dude yell at you. But we don't know if this dude's a rat licker. <laughs> in which, in which case, is what I call people that are pro plague. You know, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, no, I don't believe it. that's ridiculous that somebody would do that. And here's what the thing, idiot. They, dude. Oh, I have so Freaking idiot. I found so many snaps my sticks this weekend. Like, I, do you write them down? So the first one I forgot, and Megan forgot too. The second time, I, my wife started. I'd be like, "Hey, text this to me." And I, yeah. we're like thirty minutes later, and she's like, "All right, I've already texted you like six things." Yeah, I'm like, dude. "Yeah." <laughs> See, dude, that's what I really need to do is because, like, again, we complain about everything all the time for whatever reason. Yeah, and so like. How do we run out of things to complain about? Because we yeah. literally have nothing but complaint. Yeah. All right. So um, people equating sports to war and going this to really bat- going to battle today. So boys. this has happened mainly because the Tuka Rass thing and everyone's like, oh, he shouldn't be allowed to leave. You know, he's in the trenches with his with his with his people. <laughs> he, he has to people have to rely on each other. If, if what happens if he leaves and like someone dies and it's like, are we still talking about hockey here? I'm. <laughs> He, we're that dude had PTSD from back when he was in the Finnish military. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like people yeah. and like people always use like like stop equating sports. Sports is listen. Sports are important to a lot of people. They're important to us. We have a podcast about it, but it's not war when it's completely contextual. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like if you're sitting there talking to your buddies, like got a battle today, boy. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? That's fine. Like I'm not even different... talking about that. No, I but know people what you're who saying. take their shit so seriously right. and are like, no, sports are the most important thing. If you know you 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 know, and like again, I've I feel like one of my fan one of my fandoms is probably the like. I would say one of the most heated in any any rivalry in the world, no matter what the sport is, you know, the Auburn, Alabama, like, dude, if somebody if somebody tells me they're an Alabama fan, I'm going to poke at them and give them a hard time or whatever. But like that doesn't really change any. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to give them a hard time because they don't like my team. Dude, there were people on both sides, Auburn or Alabama, that like legitimately like refuse to associate with people because they're a fan of something else. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dude, we were all like one one family member away from cheering from another team type of deal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, how ridiculous is it? So I completely look, and you know how much I love sports and how seriously I take it. If you're taking it so seriously that you can't like a person, well, you're literally equating like, it to people dying. Yes, you're right. Like, and oh, and by the way, uh, uh, the guy who poisoned the Auburn trees passed away last week. I, know. I, mean, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, we were talking. Me and me and uh, me and Sass were talking about it. Wouldn't it be poetic justice if uh, you know because His they took were turned that- into a tree? No, they, oh. we took, I mean, yeah, that's obviously another <laughs> form of poetic justice. I'm not going to say no, it's not poetic justice. <laughs> But, you know, like they took that tree and they took saplings from it. And so like now you can buy a tumor's, a tumor's tree sapling and like it's basically that tree's son or whatever yeah. to bury that man under one of those saplings, yeah. dude, and let it grow over. Or one it. of the old ones build his casket out of it. He doesn't deserve that. Yeah. Don't ever. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. Is there, is there a, and, and, and again, I keep 
you know, Sasa, you've been killing it because hilarious joke. He's like, is there a bigger, is there a more famous tree killer on earth? <laughs> and I was like, dude, I Saruman? can't think of one. And he was like, wait, Paul Bunyan. <laughs> I was like, fair, fair. Yeah. But the second most famous tree killer on earth has to be Harvey Updike. Didn't. George Washington cut down some trees. He cut down like two cherry trees, dude. I wouldn't call him a. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a tree, a tree killer. The Google the Google search of famous tree killers. It's like Tordon. Who's Tordon? Oh, it's a chemical that. It's it's a chemical. <laughs> Is that the chemical that Harvey uh, Updike used? I don't know. It just was the the chemical that kills trees the quickest. Dude, I remember I remember hearing about that though. Like, oh, it's Spike eighty DF. Yeah, like he called into. That's how he got caught. He called into Paul Feinbaum's house or house. <laughs> he called his house. He told him. He called into Paul Feinbaum's show and was just like, you know them, uh, you know them trees over there at Auburn? Yeah, I poisoned them. I killed them. <laughs> what? Is there, was that a lot? Was that like a live show? Can we find the recording of that? Oh, you absolutely can, dude. You absolutely can. What was the guy's name? Harvey Updike. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was like a live show. Like Paul Feinbaum was like, yeah. what? Uh, we can't play it on air, but uh, you can find yeah. it. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get copyrighted. We'll link for that. it. We'll link it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like nobody's going to copyright us on. Yo, you don't think ESPN owned by Disney would copyright the little man? Paul Feinbaum was on the Paul Feinbaum show when he oh. did it. So but oh, anyway, well, it's coming up on matter. ESPN. Okay, either doesn't way. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Let's go into yours. Um, yeah, and I feel like both of these are, are just, we're, we got a brief on them, because if we don't, this is going to be a four-hour episode, okay? My non-sports, Game of Thrones Season 8, it's been how long? Over, over a year. A year and three months. Five, no, a year and five months at this point. I'm still salty about it, dude. Game of Thrones Season 8 ruined what would have been the greatest show in history, in my opinion. And we'll get more into it later because I feel like even though we're going to get more into this, my next one more. Yeah. I'm not even going to like, we can't I will dude, simply we can't. say that I enjoyed it. I did not think it was as bad as everyone thinks. I think that there are obvious issue it was definitely the worst uh, season of the eight i think you're i think that once we get into it i'm gonna not that i'm gonna change your mind but i'm gonna make you look at something especially as a book reader yeah so i guess one thing we can quick touch on quickly is your reasonings behind it being so bad is daenerys's turn to evil no burning down King's Landing is that, that was the obvious route. Okay. One of my problems, and since you brought it up, one of my problems is the turnaround time of it. Just how she went from like regular person to yes. like now I'm evil. So there should look, I mean, HBO wanted 14 seasons. Or no, HBO wanted 12 seasons. George R. R. Martin wanted 14 seasons. That is the obvious, like, I mean, we're talking about book writing, like, that was, uh, that's obviously yeah. what's going to happen. That's Listen, not, let, don't hear what I'm not even, saying. And I, I don't do, even have a problem, yeah. I don't even have a problem with Bran ending up being king. 
It's how we got there. Yes. It's how we got there. This is all about the story, not the ending. So yeah. absolutely, I hear what you're saying. Some people, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe Danny went crazy. Her father was literally nicknamed the Mad King, dude. What are you yeah. talking about? How can you not see that? And I, that is uh, yeah, not no, it and we'll go deeper into it. And I will say, yes, I don't hear what I'm saying. I didn't think it was good relative to the series as a whole but i didn't hate it it didn't ruin the show like it did it didn't ruin the show like for me like it did so many other people but well see it absolutely ruined the show for me and again stand alone just watching the episodes fine episodes no problem if we're not talking about the deepest yeah if we're not talking about the deepest book lore and as much as i think that tolkien you know killed lore and and knew how to write a story and even to an extent, uh, you know, George Lucas with Star Wars and what that delved into. Dude, there are over 2,000 characters in the Game of Thrones world. And I don't expect you to get 2,000 yeah. people into a yeah. TV Listen, show. Listen, I agree with you. It was rushed. And nobody will argue that. I have always said it was rushed. So that's why with me, I I removed that aspect because I said, okay. I we knew it was rushed going in because here's the thing. It's not like we knew before it, the season eight started. And I think we knew before season seven started that season eight was the final season. We knew that we that was not new information at the end of season eight. We it's not like they it's not like season eight concluded. And they said, oh, by the way, that was the last one. You're di- see the world is different. If like, in my opinion, you just. I mean, obviously, you're never going to be George R. R. Martin. You're never going to be able to write a story like he did. Yeah. I get that. I'm not I'm not blaming D&D for doing that. My problem was it wasn't they were given lack of opportunity and they said, you got to shut it down here. Literally, yeah. HBO it's said they we got wanted bored 12 or They didn't want to do it anymore. No, they wanted to transition this into the next role. And like it, that is that is the peak of spitting in somebody's face. Yeah, no, and I that was pre-COVID. Yeah, listen, dude. I'll never defend D I am simply, and I will go into it. Not like, not hating something doesn't make it any less ridiculous. No, you know I agree. Listen, I listen. I enjoyed it merely because it was the I was along for the ride. Well, and, and, and I mean, one of the biggest episodes that could have been one of the greatest episodes in the history of TV shows, the the battle. They couldn't even get the Winterfell. coloring right. Right. And they like basically what had happened was they watched it on like these ultra HD yeah. like monitors and monitoring systems and all this stuff. And like when people told them like, dude, like nobody can see this. And the crazy thing is uh, that episode came out. Literally seven days after I had a brand new 75 inch 4K Ultra HD television. Did and even I even I was right. like, this is not OK. That's a problem. Like, dude, when you're talking about the the completion of one of the greatest shows, dude, we're talking like people that don't even care about fantasy loved Game of Thrones, dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, 100%. You I will agree that freaking, yeah. you had a freaking Starbucks cup. Yeah. In no, a, in, it, in one of the most influential scenes in the entire history of of of, of t- we talked we said we weren't going to get into it. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> let's get into it next I, week. But I do want to say I was simply like I agree it was not good for the sake of the show I was taking Devil's Advocate. Uh, but I agree it, it was not good, but why don't you go into your last one and round us out and we can, cause we can go into a deeper discussion on this. Yes. Um, and I mean, we were definitely going to be, 
I mean, hockey coming back has really messed us up, dude, because <laughs> we have so much to talk about externally. <laughs> My sports answer is <laughs> my sports answer is how ridiculously easy it was for individuals to tamper with Quidditch matches yeah. in Harry Potter, dude. <laughs> what I, yeah. is this? So we're talking about like, you know, like teaching in the wizarding world is, you know, arguably not like it is in the the teaching world not that teachers are not you know if high school students are not knowledgeable and don't know things but like we would argue that a high school chemistry teacher excluding uh brian cranston on breaking bad are not the greatest chemists in the world right you know what i'm saying like i feel like that's fair well whereas Wizards and witch- witches in the Harry Potter world are arguably top of their field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How in the world is it so easy for just anybody to, I mean, like you have, you have, you have literally notated <laughs> some different, and this is just the ones that we know about. Yeah. Dobby, a house elf. Causes a rogue bludger <laughs> just to, to go after what is one the chosen person, one. One person. The most important <laughs> wizard alive and in a like, house elf. Was I was like, he's like, oh, I'm just going to kill him. So he And he was like, I'm trying to save you. But like, dude, this dude is like a thousand feet in the air. Not to mention how he... I'm surprised at the structure of those stands, dude, because those are massive holes that that bludger left in those stands. Just destroyed it. And the, we could have been talking good. about like 500 dead children. All good. I mean, again, it's the magical aspect. And so, like, you can argue like, oh, well, they were safe because it's magic. If the kids in the stands that were 150 feet up in the air on just what seems to be like wooden yeah. bleachers, if they were safe. Then how can you tell me that, you know, 15 of some of the greatest witches and wizards in the, in, you know, in the UK can't like make him, you know, make it impervious to like mess with yeah. this bludger, dude. So that's, that's number one. That was in, that was in movie two. Okay. Yeah. And so like they didn't learn from that point. Hermione's spell to counter the Snape protection curse to counter counter below Voldemort and Quirrell. Yeah. So when like it really, you know, she thought she was dealing with Snape, it was really Quirrell. Well, she was countering Snape, who was countering Quirrell, who was also Voldemort. No, so didn't, she, she set him on fire. Yes. So, and so, so yeah. So and, she, the, but, and the only reason was Snape because she wanted to mess with the eye contact. Yeah, because she thought he well, was Snape, right. cursing, and so Harry. he stopped looking. But the only reason that it it saved Harry's life was because he was trying to stomp out the flame. Again, he's magical. He could have just you know yeah. magicked away the flame. Yeah, it's no problem using magic to he, curse a game, but he can't use magic to put a fire out. He, he but well, he wasn't cursing. He was trying. He was counter. He was the well, counter. He was still cursor. performing magic. He was, he was still sure. tamp- he was still tampering. In a sport. He was anti-tampering. Okay. But again, not very well, mind yeah. you. You know, the only reason that that Quirrell had to look away was because he got bumped, dude. Yeah. He got bumped. Lord Voldemort, the most evil dude on the planet in their minds. It's just like chilling at the game with you guys. <laughs> like, that's it. That was it. 
So it's okay. been a, it's how I don't know how long it's it's been what fifteen years and they still haven't found some sort of curse to let you know. Hey, when is Voldemort around us? Yeah, like this what? dude's so bad. Let's let's find a, a spell that kind of you know lets us know when evil people are around. Right. We'll see. It's like you know. You guys are because they all... they've proven that they can have a map that shows where everybody who's alive is. That was created by high school students. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like regular students that invented that. Yeah. Okay. So once someone turned the entire team's brooms into like black holes or port keys. That's and it. And that's, that's not, not like when I was looking this. Like I was doing some the, good, That's not in the movies no, that's or on anything. But that's Pottermore. like some lore. And those dudes get pretty much into it. So like, yeah. I and so it. at first I was like, oh, this probably they, there's probably been some more tampering to score a point. That's straight up. Like I'm gonna try and murder the entire other team. Murder. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I mean, you go back to like the Triwizard Tournament. Like literally. Nobody checked the trophy. They never like did any counter curses or anything to make sure that it wasn't a, you know, a, a something that took somebody to a random graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then on top of this, like this isn't even just like general tampering. The a professor gay broke clearly broke the rule. Yeah. <laughs> gave a student like a very very expensive Nimbus 2000 so she could win the you know like the Quidditch Cup dude like Like, she was clearly like the the, and there's no the professors were betting on these matches there's no way there's no no. ifs or buts about it there's no doubt in my mind that Dumbledore was betting on these matches as well Dumbledore at the beginning of each year was just like I'll bet you whatever amount of money like three phoenix feathers three (laughs) galleons That uh, Gryffindor wins the House Cup this year. And then, it, you know, the end of the term happens and Slytherin, you know, all the decorations for Slytherin are up there and whatnot. And he's like, how many points are they down? It's like 50. Okay. Like, oh, for tremendous bravery. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give it you a hundred points. You know, like it's just. I would have yeah. laughed. Like if it just become like a war, just another professor. Oh, well, for tremendous courage, a uh, hundred points. A hundred billion to a hundred billion and one. <laughs> he had to fire the last teacher so they wouldn't keep the war going. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that about wraps up this very long episode. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.